drop on in and pop a sweet kick flip, listeners, because oh. it's frames and fools. <laughs> I'm Henry. I'm Dylan. And if you're new to the podcast, this is a movie podcast where me and Henry, two longtime friends, talk about movies and whatever else is going on. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, and this week, what did we watch? What did we watch this week? We watched 2018's Skate Kitchen. Ciao, boy. Hawk! Titan! What? No! Do you find your thumb in a I do find my thumb set! Do you find your thumb in a Just tell us. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. No! No! Deep breath. Uh, before we get into the movie, we like to do a little thing called uh, Movie Moments of the Week. And it's a, a thing where we... Movie, movie Moments of the Week. From our week. From our week. Of the week. Movie moments from <laughs> from our week of the week. The week. Or weekend. Sponsored by Frames and Fools. <laughs> but basically, we, we pick something from uh, our week, our life, that made us feel like we were in a movie. Do you have one? Or shall I Little one, yeah. Little I was, one, uh, yeah. I was going on a walk around the neighborhood with a buddy. And I haven't been many places recently. Um so, yeah. whilst walking around, at one point, we made our way towards a park, and we just kind of rounded this corner and stepped into the park, and, you know, you're in suburbia, so there's houses and trees everywhere, and all of a sudden, we could just see so much of the sky, and I, like, took my hat off so I could just, like, see everything, and it, like it just was nice. Gates. Yeah, it was, like, right at the end of like twilight where like the clouds are turning that sweet fiery yeah. like pink purple beautiful like the yeah. light's starting to die mm -hmm. it was beautiful we just kind of sat down and watched it for a while and it was it was really nice it was just kind of one of those the scope it feels like a cut to to yeah. a really nice wide Ooh, that feels, establishing shot almost that feels super that's nice. a movie moment that's right? a movie moment right there Oh. Um, my movie moment, it was my birthday a couple days ago. Um, Happy birthday. Actually, yesterday was my birthday. Uh, but one of my friends showed up unannounced, and I went outside, and Nate was holding a sign that he had made with his girlfriend, and it was very nice. So cute. Yeah, it That was a like really nice sign. I saw a picture. It was. It was a killer sign. I was like, yo, this is a great sign. I'm a, I'm a re-gift it. The next time it's somebody's birthday, I'm going to Scratch be like, your name off and just No, there's no name. Else. It's just happy birthday, dude. So I'm I'm going to re-gift it for sure. That's smart. Yeah. Pass it around. Mm -hmm. It'll come back around to you in like 20 years and it'll be tattered and torn and Disgusting. held together with tape. Yeah. It'll be great. Beautiful. I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. Skate Kitchen. Skate initial, kitchen. initial thoughts. What did you think? Skating is so fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's really no other way to say it. Uh, skating is badass. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's ever not cool. It's always, since yeah. Since skating began, it, it cool. looks cool. It, sounds it cool. It is cool. It sounds cool. <laughs> People wear cool clothes. Like, whatever era, whatever the skaters are wearing it's cool. is cool. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> It's, it's it's wild. 
If you want to like it's up so, the cool factor so of a character, just make them yeah. skate. And so like, that oh, cool. this movie has that going for it right off the bat. It's just they picked one of the coolest looking activities humans have created and Truly. shot it super well. And yeah, it's beautiful. Got in there and they got people who actually know how to skate. Um, oh yeah, they did. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the production when I watched it the first time, and I just kept thinking, "How, how so on good. earth did they find <laughs> these people who can act and skate super well and have this chemistry with one another?" Yeah. Um, do you know incredible. how they found them? Did you look? That I, up? I do know. I oh, do okay. know now. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like roll into it and kind of. <laughs> You know, so if you watch this, everyone is actually skating. Um, Except Jaden Smith was the only one with a, a double every now and then. I didn't then. find much trivia, but I did find that. Um, yep, that was the one. Not that he can't skate, but I think uh, they brought somebody in to do tricks, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He He's the... His character's a photographer, which serves him well because it means that he can take pictures of people skating instead of actually skating himself. It's not like they put him on a skateboard and yeah. like pushed him by his hips into the shot, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's what they did. They were like, "All right, it's time to go, Jaden," and just like rolled him out. <laughs> I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, my initial thoughts are this was super fun. Uh, it feels different. It feels just fresh. Uh, yeah. It feels pretty immediate. Uh, some yeah. some like stumbling points, but for the most part, I mean, it's it's kind of this like slice of life movie about this very particular group, mm-hmm. with the exception of some story beats thrown in that felt a bit maybe over familiar. You know, apart from that, it was really cool. It felt like you got to meet these people and you got to hang out with them, and in that way, I thought it was super successful. Yeah, um, it feels good. I think that's the one yes. like. The movies that I've been getting drawn towards a lot more recently are like movies that just feel good regardless of if mm-hmm. like there's problems with a certain, you know, story plot or like or whatever. And this movie mm-hmm. just like feels so good all the time. Uh, yeah. I feel like yeah. you can get away with a lot more if there's just that much joy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah a lot of the reviews and a lot of people's takes on this had to do with that. I I feel like they, I saw the phrase style over substance a few times. Yeah. Well, which, which, you know, I I think that there was something there and I think that it's cool and we'll get to why it does feel so authentic in a sec. But um, I think the style serves the substance because there's like, there's things where like, like Zack Snyder who is, style over substance that doesn't play mm-hmm. all the time. But with this yeah. kind of style, it I think it informs the substance and it informs the characters. Mm. So it's more about the people and what they're doing and less about like the cool plot or the cool shot, you know, even though yeah. that's involved. Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about the plot. So basically it starts off with this girl, Camille, um, played by Rochelle Vinberg. And she's a skater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts off with a, a horrifying scene of her getting Yo, hurt at a skate park. I got to skip <laughs> this scene every time because I know it's coming. And I'm like, I can't sit through this again. Like, yeah, ooh. I I rewatched it 
because when you watch it the first time, it's jarring. She, yeah, it's very <laughs> jarring. So she she goes for a trick and gets what is later referred to as credit carded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you've seen it probably in like it. fail videos on YouTube, but oh, I know I can see you wincing. But um, I- <laughs> the the board basically she does a trick and accidentally sits on the board in a way that puts her in the hospital. Right. So that leads it, her mom yeah. to tell her, like, promise me you won't skate, right? Setting yeah. up that whole, like, my mom doesn't want me to skate yeah. plot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rebellious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I watched the trailer, I wasn't sure. There's no mention of the injury, so they made it seem like a, I'm not allowed to skate, like that kind of thing. And I wasn't sure mm-hmm. if it was she taught herself in secret and she goes out and she always does that. And it's not really like that. It's more like she's a skater kid. She has a really close call and her mom gets fed up and makes her promise not to skate. And that's just part of the plot. That's not like the whole. That's just what kicks it off. And I totally, uh, I mean, that's like the conflict for the first, what, 12, 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And that's something I really, I liked about this is the, the pace at the beginning is fast, but it's not, Mm -hmm it's not quick in a rushed way. Like, I think there's a difference between rushing a movie through like your exposition and moving quickly, expecting people to get the point, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like in service of the characters and not necessarily the plot to get somewhere and do something, you know? Yeah. So this, like the first like five minutes or whatever are her getting hurt and her mom being like, don't skate anymore. Like, and that just informs her character of like, you know, my mom's kind of being shitty and I need to get out of the suburbs, you know? Yeah. It's she lives on Long life. Island, which ends up being important because she follows this semi-popular group on Instagram called Skate Kitchen. And it's this group of girls that skate all the time. Um, that first clip that they show and it's Kurt <laughs> hitting the trick and then looking whore. at the camera going, your mother's a whore, um, which comes back later. Did you catch that? Yeah. At the end. Yeah. 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 It comes she back like in like the dark part of the it. movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she sees a post that's like, Hey, come meet up. There's a, a girl's skate session at this, this park. And she looks yeah. on the map and it's, it's on, it's in Manhattan, so she's yeah. got to take this long journey. I forget what it was, like an hour and 15 hour, minutes. Hour and 17 like minutes. I remember there you go. clocking how long it's going to take. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, into the city against her mother's wishes. She goes when she's at work and she brings her board. Um, oh, before that, though, I love the moment when she tries to skate for a second while walking slowly home from oh, the hospital. And she's like, oh, gets oh. on the board and then. <laughs> Goes two feet and then stops, and you can see her silently just shake her head and go, nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she goes yeah. to New York, and then she meets up with the, the skate kitchen, and she becomes friends with them, and she starts skating with them, and that's kind of the... This movie is just about this group of girls who live in New York City and and skate, and, and Camille's kind of the main character, but it is... Uh, more of an ensemble for most of the movie until mm-hmm. she kind of goes off on her own. Um, Skating in New York city looks so stressful. That's like they make it yeah. look so easy and they make it look so carefree. And like, um, there's one of the final scenes. Um, they're all going along in this big group and yeah. Camille kind of eats shit and flawlessly keeps up, like grabs the board, throws it down and jumps back on it so smoothly. And it's just super cool. 
Yeah. But I just imagined myself trying to do any of this and just sending a board into traffic and it getting run over <laughs> or me getting run over or oh, no. so many ways it can go wrong and they just crush it. It's Do you ever skate as a kid? I skated for uh, a week. week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I skated for a week, tried to do tricks for a bit. It wasn't, it was fun. It wasn't bad. It was really cool. I definitely felt connected to that whole cool culture. Yeah. But I kind of realized it's, it's almost like baseball where your batting average is so low. Yeah. And that's the joy of it. Like you have to, you have to get back enjoy up, enjoy getting fucking getting hurt. back up yeah. and failing a bunch and not it's landing tough. the trick nine times out of 10 and getting hurt the other nine times. Yeah. Um, and I just had too many hobbies that I was like, if I bust my hand and I can't do all these <laughs> other things I do, can't handle it. I would, I'd hate it. That's fair. But it was fun. Um, did yeah. you ever skate yeah, as a kid? I, I skated for like a year. I was into rollerblading nice. when I was younger, and I rollerbladed. Less and then, nice. Hey, rollerblading <laughs> was cool, okay? I rollerbladed. That's how I broke my arm my first time, was rollerblading nice. at a skate park. Nice. And then I think when I was in high school, I tried to skate for like a year, and I just kept getting hit in the shins by the board. And I was kind of like, ah, this just hurts too much. I think I'm done now. <laughs> you could have been the goober with the shin guards. That would have been great. Yeah. With all the pads. No. Like you see those old, uh, those old videos of people skating. Yeah. They've got like the elbow the pads. pads, like Hell the wrist yeah. protector, the knee pads, the helmet. Not gonna, not gonna be that guy. If anything, I'll probably be the guy with the helmet. But no. But this movie makes me want to skate because we've been yeah. quarantined i've just been like maybe i'll buy a skateboard i got nothing going on like <laughs> yeah this movie makes me realize that i'll never be this kind of cool you know what i mean yeah like yeah i don't necessarily yeah. want to be in this culture but you can live vicariously uh, they make it look movie. so fun i know i yeah. think i think that's my biggest takeaway was like this is one of those movies where you get to live vicariously through somebody else and there's a couple party scenes that are some of the best party scenes I've seen in movies because they feel legit. Yeah. And party I scenes think in that's... movies are often so kind of phony looking and yeah. staged. And these really felt like authentic, legit. I think that's what like they, they found, she found the filmmaker found, I think two of these skaters mm -hmm. just on the subway. Yeah. She met the actors who play Kurt and Camille. So uh, Nina Moran and Rochelle Vinberg, she yeah was on the Just same train them. car as them. Yeah, heard them talking about tampons. Looked over, they had skateboards with them. She's like, "You guys look interesting," <laughs> and it turns out they're in real life part of the skate, the skate kitchen. kitchen yeah. This this girl collective of skaters who make up the ensemble of the movie. They're actually yeah, it's a real group. I think that's is, why it feels so authentic. So cool. is a lot of it yes. is. Uh, not documentary style, but more freeform mm -hmm. um, experiences, and it's not yeah. very plot heavy. Improvised dialogue with like script beats. Yeah, and I think where the movie kind of fails for me personally is when it does kind of start to get a little movie and the whole subplot yes. with Jaden Smith kind of like mm -hmm. it puts not a damper in like a emotional way, but just like the film itself, I think kind of stumbles a little bit there and it gets a little like movie -y. for the yeah. rest of the movie it, it just feels free and you know unique yeah and then that happens and it's kind of like ah oh, this this isn't the best i don't like hate it i don't think it, it makes the movie bad but it kind of but it feels like it's bit. going away from what you were really loving 
Exactly. Yeah. And and the parts I feel like yeah. all the adventures where they're skating around and doing different things are really cool. And I thought maybe the plot could have gone in a different direction instead of you know, instead of the the Jaden Smith subplot, it could have gone in a direction where they all had to like not like solve a mystery Nancy Drew style, but like <laughs> something where they went on an adventure together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. They skated there or they were trying to get into some place and they spent the whole movie trying to like, yeah. I you mean, know, find clues around town. I don't know. I some been... other plot that let them spend more time together vibing and mm-hmm. riding skateboards. I would have been okay to with that pushed them apart for a while. I would have been okay with the pushing them apart for a while, but like exclusively with like Camille skating with the dudes. Like the Jaden Smith boy plot was kind of a hindrance, I felt like. But I would have mm. been okay with them, like, because her whole character is kind of conflicted uh, with how she was raised. Like, she was raised kind of to be a boy. And then there's that scene where she's talking to um, yeah. uh, Janae about, like, when she was growing up, she would, like, punch her chest because she didn't want to grow breasts. And I think a lot of this is showing her, like, I can skate with the boys and I want to skate with the boys, but I also want to skate with the girls too. And it it shows her kind of in this like middle world. And I think that's where the Jaden Smith subplot kind of hinders that. And I feel like it would have been a lot better if it was just purely her wanting to skate with these two groups and that tension kind of happening. Yeah. Cause that could have still been the betrayal, right? That could have been, Oh, you're you're skating with these people, which it is in the movie. That is part of it. Like you skate with them. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, that's what time, Kurt is pissed about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at the same time, like what bothered me about that, where the whole movie, like, I get that they're going for like this. There's like obviously there's adversity. The I don't know what the percentage is, but skating is like dominated it's a, it's a, by dudes. It's a yeah schlong um, fest. Yeah. Um, what does Kurt say at one point? She's like, there's too many penises too many in the penises way. Too many penises in the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kurt's great. Quick sidebar about Kurt. Kurt is fantastic. Incredible. So yeah. weird and funny. And the dance moves when they're dancing in so one of those opening good. scenes. Yes. And she's got like this perfect, like stiff, like upper body sway. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's she good. is the best. Um, the crew has so many wonderful personalities that. Yeah. Even though they're, they're playing fictionalized versions of themselves. Mm-hmm the assembly of those different personalities is so perfect. Like, yeah, you have all the, the characters you've got the like normal suburban, like suppressed one. You've got Kurt who's like the goofy, like wild guy. Uh, yeah. Like like, knows themselves, like (laughs) is comfortable with their sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ruby's really awesome too. The, this is, I was going to say this at the end, but, uh, they, there, there's a show on HBO now that's called mm-hmm. um, Betty. Uh, Betty. Yeah, and it's all the same characters, but just in episode form. So it doesn't follow the exact similar same. characters. Well, si- sim- did you watch any of it? Oh yeah, I love it. I've watched uh, all the episodes that have come out. Um, they're they're not the same. Okay, yeah, because they're similar, well, but it's 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 yeah, it's interesting. I so I watched the. The short film, there was an Italian uh, clothing line yeah. that it was so, either a contest or something like that. And the director, Crystal, what's her last name? Manel? Yes. Uh, Moselle. 
I don't Marcel, know that's how. Yes. Yeah, sorry. If Crystal Marcel. And she, once she found, uh, once she found Moran and Wittberg on the train, she basically was like, I want to work with you guys. And it was just that. It was like, hey, let's do a project. And they originally did that short film mm-hmm. that essentially the fashion brand was like, do whatever you want. Here's money. The only thing is it has to include the, the brands fashion. Did you end yeah. up watching the short film? No, I, I, I wasn't able to. I'm, I'm, it I'm was cool. It, it, it yeah. was basically like a rough draft for this movie with these elaborate, not fantasy sequences, but like yeah. occasionally it would just show the girls and they show up to the party that ends up being the second floor of that deli in the movie. Yeah. They show up to that party, but they're wearing these really cool out there Italian oh, fashion God. outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other scenes from the movie, like her talking about loneliness, but instead of a voiceover, it's like the room full of girls talking. Yeah. And it's it's definitely like a rough draft for the movie in yeah. the best and like the not so good ways. Yeah. Um, but it was super interesting to watch short film, to watch the movie, and then, and then the to watch show. a bit of the show and yeah. see these different characters develop. At different points, I feel like some things reached not a peak, but like their ideal. And I think some things kept evolving in the show. Like uh-huh. some of the dialogue and some of the dynamics for me didn't hold up as much in a TV show format. Really? And were really good for a movie. Oh, I, f- I felt kind of, I feel that the show. Even though I wanted to see more. You know yeah, what I no, mean? Like no, I got yeah, to the yeah, end yeah. of the movie and I was yeah. like, shit, yeah, like give yeah. me more, please. I felt like um, the, Granted, the show, I only watched two episodes, but. The show, I think, is a better format for uh, this whole group and the whole idea because they yeah. can go on independent. It's literally what you're talking about. They just get to go on adventures and do shit. And yes. if there's no like plot, yes, it's just which is like. what I wanted. Yeah, it's literally them trying to find uh, Camille or whatever character's name mm-hmm. in the show's like backpack. Like that's the episode and it's I awesome, think you know? Specifically, it was the dialogue that felt not so good. Like yeah. I felt like the way they shot the movie felt perfect because it was this kind of slice of life movie thing where you come in, you kind of float around in the world, and then it ends. Yeah, and I think for a show with episodes and these arcs that are happening, I want a bit more structure. Um, and I think with the with the improvised dialogue and with the sort of loose way that the director allows them to act. I think it started exposing a bit of their, um, what's the word? Uh, a bit of their inexperience, the limits of the limits of their acting ability. Yeah. yeah the I inexperience know. as actors, um, which is fine. Um, That's fair. but it was just interesting that like, this is mm-hmm. one of those rare projects where you get to see it as short film. You get to see it as mm-hmm. feature length. You get to see it as a, you know, premiere TV show. Yeah. It's Which is really cool. Um, it's super cool. It's kind of unique. Yeah, yeah. That's and the show's really great. But back to the movie, um, mm. I think this capture for me it captures what kind of like feeling independent for the first time is, and like that's kind of mm. there's a lot of things that this hits on, obviously, and uh, I think that's why I like it so much. And they talk about a lot of things that you. They talk about them in a natural way that doesn't feel preachy or like weird yes. or like, and I think that's why I, 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 this was a recommendation for on the Instagram that I made. And uh, I said that like, I want to show this to my kids because like, mm. 
it hits so many things about like life and what it's like to be a young woman and like uh, all of these different things mm-hmm. that like I would just like from if people I ever who have lived it. Like, yeah, exactly. You watch exactly. this and you know that it wasn't like a dude writing a script for a bunch of female yeah. skaters to yeah. say it was actually this group of skaters yeah. speaking from their experience. And yeah. they, you know, like the director sent them to improv classes and had them do exercises that were based on conversations they'd had. So yeah. what a rad way to ensure that your movie feels true to Authentic, life because yeah. in some senses it is, it's basically like, all right, let's do that all in front of a camera now. Yeah. Here we go. And it's stuff that like, I don't know. It's something that I've never seen before and I'm sure exists somewhere on film, but I it, it feels so unique because it feels like it's saying things that have have been said but not in this such authentic way. Is mm-hmm. is kind of the like the scene when they're in in at Janae's house and they're in her room just talking about like tampons and sex and like all these different things that usually you mm-hmm. don't they're they're portrayed in a really like catty woman way in a lot of movies and like weird mm. kind of like shitty like girl talk. And this is just like a really authentic, it's just like people talking. It's, it's not this mm. like hyper, uh, uh, bigger than life thing. Yeah. Hyper reality thing. Um, cinema's idea of what like female adolescence is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, I also want to say, uh, Janae's dad's the best. He's only in one scene. Um, two. He's in two scenes? He's in lasagna, and then he comes in and checks on her ankle. I remember because oh, I agree, yes. Lawrence is the best. Okay, I, and I had this thought. I was like, is he on the list of best movie dads? And then I had this other thought, and I was like, are best movie dads a list because like, n- seeing a good dad is just rare? Like, Is that why best movie dads exist because when you see one in a movie you're like oh hey a good dad like i mean (laughs) movie good movie parents since we've started kind of pointing out good movie dads i've also been paying attention to just good movie parents in general yeah yeah um and i was watching uh the hulu show normal people Uh and the main characters one of the main characters mom because uh she's a single mother is fantastic the other one is horrible (laughs) meant to be horrible but one of them is great and i thought yeah good movie mom and it just made me realize yeah i think i I mean it's the thing where you go over to like your friend's house and it's either wonderful because you're like this is so cool and their parents do all this or it's (laughs) terrible because you know they yell at their kids yeah it's super uncomfortable (laughs) oftentimes it's a mix of both where you're like oh this is cool i can talk about whatever i want here but then you're like oh but this is also also don't care in these different ways, you know, so yeah. it's this mixed bag. So I think when you see a good movie parent, uh-huh. it, it really feels good. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it feels like that, but you get to watch it instead of being in the room with it and experiencing it with all of its flaws. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Cause yeah, he, so he comes into that scene and I mean, I think the other thing about this whole movie that I kept waiting for was I kept waiting for someone to try to do something diabolical, right? Like uh-huh. I was fearful for the main characters just being mm-hmm. in this environment, right? Because yeah. at times like there is this open hostility because they're in that environment, which I will say almost all of the male skateboarders in this are the actual friends of Skate Kitchen yeah. and in real life. 
they're all friends and all there cool. is no animosity cool. and which doesn't mean like life's perfect and they never get any shit. Yeah. But they that were exists. quick to point out like that friendship is there. Cause I got to the end of this and I was like, how much conflict would we have avoided in this whole thing? If everyone who loves skating just skated together. And then I did my research and someone basically <laughs> was like, Oh, and by the way, we're all friends. Yeah. We all love we skating. This is great. Other, I was yeah. like tight. Well, awesome. I will say, uh, Char- group, Charlie right. is the best. Mm-hmm. He is the nicest. I have that written down too. He's the Charlie's nicest. Charlie's fantastic. <laughs> he's the Goes and gets the board. Guys. Yeah, he's so cool. I was very happy with him. Uh, but when when Lawrence comes in, uh, Kurt mm. is like lighting a joint up, and then she, she, they don't even show you, you show her hiding it at all. They're just like, yeah. she just lights it up and then he comes in and everyone's like, Lawrence, you're the best. And he's like, what's up? And it's, it's just this like, like love what does everyone want for dinner? And yeah. everyone's like, lasagna. <laughs> he's like, great lasagna it is. <laughs> yeah. It's delightful. He's good. It, it feels, yeah, it feels very, very great. Uh, and it was also interesting to Janae's house being, I mean, we didn't see her mom, but in terms of her, her living situation seems a lot more stable and a lot more healthy in a sense mm-hmm. um like you see different homes throughout this i was really bummed we didn't get to see kurt's house because there's an invitation yeah. in the first scene where she's like we're going back to my place you want to come and she's like i can't i gotta go and You're as like, a viewer i was like i, no, I want to see damn it like i want to see how she yeah. lives um but we see a lot of people's places right later we see like the the just the trash shit house yes. punk shithole that the yeah. the dude group lives in and that contrast is interesting for me because I think too, it's interesting to see characters who have stable backgrounds and they have nice parents, you know, and it's not just them against the world. Yeah. I'm, I always enjoy that with movies like this, where it could have fallen into, you know, the normal cliched territory where everyone's parents sucks and like, yeah, they skate to, they skate to escape everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe they and do, it doesn't. but Lawrence it, also exists, point. right? Yeah. Like, I think something about like the the shithead skaters like shithole. Something mm-hmm. I like about this film is it doesn't it doesn't like pass judgment on mm-hmm. anyone, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't like show these dude skaters as assholes. Like where Jaden Smith lives, once you when you get in there, you're like, oh, this is a shithole, and then you sit down with them, and they're all fucking around and joking around, and mm-hmm. you're like. And you just start to feel comfortable, and you're like, these people, yeah. these aren't bad people. They just live in a shithole. Like, you know, yeah. this well, is and just it's still chill. like, and it's still one of those things where, yeah, they're not, they're not villains. And I think that's the important things is like, there really aren't villains in this necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is like you're trying to sleep on the couch, and at four in the morning, they're, they're watching loudly porn. arguing <laughs> about, yeah, yeah, like skating videos and porn. And you just can't get sleep. And like watching that, I felt myself losing sleep. I was just like, <laughs> this is terrible. I've been in this situation before. And yeah, all you want to do just go to sleep. is just get yeah. some sleep and people yeah. won't shut up. So it's that kind of thing, right? Where it's like you see Camille's living situation and she talks about living with her mom and her dad. You see Janae's house and it, it becomes this place of peace where they mm-hmm. can crash. And she's able to say like, hey, if you need to live with me, you can. And she does for a while. And it. It's really cool. I I like seeing that. Everyone's just so accepting and accommodating. There's one moment that I think displays this well is when uh, 
I think it's the second or th- it's when they're uh, talking about the Mandela effect and they're climbing the fence and and <laughs> yeah. Cam- Camille's about to leave and Kurt like looks her and is like, "Well, you don't hug." And like she's got her hands out, and she wants to give her a hug, yeah. and, and she's like, "No, not really." And then, uh, and then Janae is immediately like, "It's cool. Ruby doesn't hug either." And it's just like, "Cool, I love like, that." It's, it's over. Yeah. Like we don't even have to talk about that. It's just done now, and you can yes. leave. Yeah, it was really earlier nice. on. There was a moment when Indigo gets introduced, and she doesn't really acknowledge Camille at first. I thought, "Yeah, oh, damn it! Like oh, no. this is going to be that kind of movie." Yeah, and then it quickly got past it in a yeah. way that I was totally okay with. Well, I think um, it. I think it kind of has to do with. I think it kind of shows just how uh, Camille just feels like an outsider, and she's never really experienced this like uh, lifestyle yeah, before. She is I guess so fresh. She's yeah, so yeah. fresh. It seems like she's never had friends. It seems like she's never had a relationship. Like, I think she if I had kid. any core problems with this movie, it's specifically the Camille characters. Everything. Um, just because she's so kind of spacey and mm-hmm. so just hasn't, I don't know, hasn't experienced any of this. Like mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's 18 and she's talking to, not that this doesn't happen, but she's like asking, uh, Indigo later, like, how do you know when you like someone? How do you know if these things, and it was just interesting to me that this character got to this point in their life without I don't know, without having made any friends at all or without having, yeah, you know, liked anybody or I guess just not talking about it. Yeah. Um, and also it, it, I feel bad because I really like all these people. I think Rochelle Vinberg of all of them might be the weakest actor. Really? I, I, I maybe it's that... because we spent so much time with her that I just saw her in more situations and was able to go, okay, she doesn't, her range isn't much, which I get that her character is meant to be a little out of it and a little like distant, but I felt at, when I first watched this, I thought that, but the more mm-hmm. I've seen it and the more of the show I've watched, I actually enjoy her performance a lot because it exudes a lot of uncomfortable, uh, it just feels uncomfortable a lot of the times and it sometimes it's cringy and sometimes it hurts, but it feels authentic and it doesn't feel like to me, it doesn't feel like bad acting. It just feels like, yeah, no, she's yeah. Just spacing, I wouldn't you know? say it's bad. I, I just, I was very, very impressed by everyone's performance in this partially because I was like, damn, they actually found people who could skate and act. Yeah. Um, and I think just at the end of it, if I had to, you know, make the report card, she wasn't on the top, right? Um, and part of that is each person got their own character that they mm-hmm. play to. And yeah. somebody like Ruby, for example, um, played mm-hmm. by Cabrina Honeybear Adams. Yeah. Um, she has a little bit less to do, right? Like she's yeah. got this this character she plays and she's shy and she'll kind of say little one-liners once in a while. She's mm-hmm. always the one filming. So, you know, she's doing that. So she doesn't yeah. have as much... She has a lot as more much on her show. shoulders. If you want more Honey Bear or Ruby, she's got a bunch in the show. It's I great. love it. Yeah, yeah, just from the little bit I saw, and yeah. even and I'll say even um, Rochelle Vinberg, uh-huh. from what I saw on the show, from what I saw on the show, she rolls up with the dudes with the and dudes. immediately is yeah. like, "What's up?" No, I'm I'm not here for the girls skate. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, "Good, yes, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah." The the character put her in a different zone. Yeah. The, Give her an edge. Give yeah. her something where she's not because. 
I think the only problem with the kind of like newcomer role in a lot of these movies is you end up seeing them kind of like hesitantly reacting to everything. Like uh-huh. you get a lot of the same emotion out of them uh-huh. because they're trying to fit in and they're trying to navigate stuff and they don't know how to do this and they don't know how to do that. And it's a fantastic way, I feel like, to bring the viewer into a world because mm-hmm. they have that surrogate. They're the but audience. at a certain point, for me, I think, um, yeah, it, it just, I want more range. That's fair. I, I just want to. I yeah. just want to see something else happen from yeah. that performance. Yeah, um, I get that. But it is oh, good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially considering it's a group of skaters that you know she sent to some improv classes and like their camaraderie awesome. just shines through. Yeah, it's super cool. And I love the scene. I I really like the scenes when she goes to skate with the the dudes and they're kind mm-hmm. of being assholes to her, but then like. It, kind of going along with the non-judgmental uh perspective that this is all filmed with Mm. is when the montage starts everything's cool like she's having fun they're having fun it feels Mm. good she's experiencing new people it's not weird or like you don't feel guilty that she's skating with the other the other group at all. Like you don't feel guilty mm-hmm. at all. You're just like, she's just having fun. I don't, I don't know why yeah. everyone's freaking out about this. Like, this is cool. Uh, yeah. And then she kind of makes headway with, with the, the asshole dude with all the acne. Who's like the asshole if, of the, the dude group. Um, Blake, played Blake, by CJ Ortiz. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. when, you know, they're skating and, and, uh, the security guards come out and are like, don't fucking do that. And they take his board and then she gets his board back and the, the music drop when she's like, I'll leave. And then she comes around and like grinds on the shit again. Yeah. And the movie, the music's just like, boom. And they're all like, and they like all freak out. There's a couple really good music hit moments in this where somebody drops in. Yes. That has to be said more than once. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Incredible. it fits it so, so well. Um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because like, I, I also love that they get along and that, you know, it is kind of this, I think meritocracy is, is a, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a, it kind of fits, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. if you can skate, like if you can hang, you can hang and then we're all good. Yeah. And I think, especially knowing that they're all actually friends, it is a little funny to watch it. And when she rolls up, they're just like What's assholes up? for a second. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, can she keep Make up? Sure she can and keep it feels up. uncomfortable, yeah. and it feels like, oh, do an we asshole. have to? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then you jump into the montage, and everything's fine. And then yeah. part of me got to the end of this, and I was like, I kind of feel like a goober, but I almost want this movie just without any of the conflict. Like, I just want yeah. a day in the life of everyone skating and having fun, yeah, and just seeing their personalities and them having like stone conversations and yeah, doing tricks and like getting in trouble. Like, Those are the that's kind of what I wanted, yeah. I, I'm also one of those people, I don't know if there's an actual word for this, you might know. In the second or third acts, I also don't know that, um, in like feel-good movies or slice-of-life slice movies where there's mm-hmm. like the downturn and yeah. like the friends are arguing or yeah. like the couple is yeah, breaking yeah. up yeah. and it feels shitty, uh-huh. like that part of a feel-good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have always hated it Yeah. because it gets me so well. Like. <laughs> 
it's so effective I'm, that you're I'm, like, it's no. so effective. And I'm, and I'm torn up. And I remember as a kid watching feel good movies and not wanting to like them because I knew that I was going to get betrayed at some point and yeah. they're just going to punch me in the gut Yeah, and that things will get better. But for 15, 20, 30 minutes, it's going to yeah. suck. And mm-hmm. that point hitting this, and I knew it would because I saw it in the trailer and I was like, oh, no, damn yeah. it. Like, yeah. and, and then, yeah. unfortunately, that is also for me where the movie does take that somewhat meandering turn through the, uh, the Jaden Smith subplot where yeah. she kind of falls for the same guy. And I think another part of this too is, and this is always an unfair thing to think, but there's another one of those movies where I'm like, you couldn't have just texted her. Like you couldn't have just now, man, talk to her. And I know, I know <laughs> yeah. that's how it works. And I know that's how real life is, but, oh man. Yeah. It sucks. Well, like I, I what mean, happens to Devin at the end? You know what I mean? Like, like honestly, everyone get gets back together. She apologizes to the group. They skate yeah. again and everyone's happy. Yeah. But Devin's nowhere to be seen. And I'm like, he's a good guy. Like I, he's a solid he, dude. He's an okay dude. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have very mixed feelings about Devin and just Jaden Smith's character at first. Cause I think when I first watched this, I was like a big Jaden Smith fan. Like I, I liked Jaden Smith. He seemed cool. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, yeah, he's cool. And then watching this now, my opinion of him is slightly soured. So watching it now I'm in real of, life, yeah, in real life, I'm kind of like, I don't really. Wait, what's he done? Vibe what, with this. How did that happen? He hasn't done anything bad. It's just I, I get this like, it has to do with a lot of like, uh, uh, I just get like a a uh, place of privilege sort of vibe from him, but he's trying to not be that but he likes to flaunt his privilege a lot. It's just like a, it's just a weird thing. It, it has nothing to do with this, but sure. Um, <laughs> little Jaden Smith sidebar for you. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Sidebar. Um, but in this, he does kind of feel like a dick, even though he does like, he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He does like a few things that kind of rub me the wrong way. Like when he asks her to go shoot and she's like, I gotta go. And then he does this like, kind of like little shitty pouty, pouty face yeah and it's like fuck yeah. off dude like dude, why are you being an ass you're being kind of an yeah. asshole you know like what is going on but the, the uh yeah <laughs> the scene on the roof of the party where she's like stoned out of her gourd <laughs> and she color. goes up to him <laughs> hey um what's your favorite color red is that why you turned your hair red <laughs> yeah <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> just instantly took me back to like that party you went to nice. where you just you said hit it too hard. Real stupid, yeah. And you're just like, I gotta be normal, but I really want to talk to that person. <laughs> just relax. Oh, everything's man. cool. <laughs> like I said, some of the best party scenes I've seen in a while, which mm-hmm. is probably due to the fact that. I mean, when you have authentic people and you trust them to do what they got to do, I feel like that mm-hmm. ethos kind of bleeds into the whole production. And totally. they probably got a lot of input in terms of fashion, in terms of the culture, in terms of the sets, like how mm. things were supposed to look. Yeah. Um, I Something that this movie does really well, I think, is passage of time. And I think part of that is they do this dialogue bleeding over shots thing mm-hmm. where yeah. someone will be talking and you'll see them talking. 
and that audio will continue, but it'll cut to a different point in time of them of yeah. either the same scene or a different scene or something else. And it'll be the same person who's talking in that yeah. same scene. And then it'll cut back to when they're talking and they do that. They use that tool a few different times throughout this. And yeah. it, it put, I love that. Like I'm, I'm putting that in the back pocket for yeah. any movie I make where I just want to make time kind of floaty and ambiguous uh-huh. because it, it forgives so much stuff. It's like, yeah, this could have been over the course of months, mm-hmm. weeks. Like it's, it, it does an interesting thing. It forgives thing, so much. It does an interesting thing where it, it uh, like takes you out of reality while adding mm-hmm. a certain sort of uh, grounded uh, yeah. realness to it, which is interesting. And it kind yes. of puts you in, not in a dream state, but in a kind of. Yeah. Uh, vibe i I, it's a montage so it kind of puts you in that like vimeo mode where you're just like and they even they use it when she gets too high too and i noticed i was like oh this is the exact same thing and Mm -hmm. they just used it for a different purpose and it still works just as well yeah and it it definitely feels like that it feels like cinema being cinema in a good way like cinema going the one thing look this, this isn't like this isn't a live shot of someone talking like we can edit and we can cut and we can do these different things use the exact same amount of time mm-hmm. differently and pack in this feeling of time it's super I think cool. that's what I I don't remember where I read this but I remember reading or somebody saying the the difference between the only the thing that cinema can do that every other art form can't the why it's unique is it can fuck with time and mm. those aren't direct words but it can manipulate time however it wants sure. so i think like using those tools i don't think they're used enough like especially yeah. in like blockbusters and stuff you're just like this is no, what's happening right now huge. timeline so like you're in it it's real and stuff like this that kind of manipulates that and puts you it affects you in a different way than mm-hmm. than those really like on the spot this is the timeline sort of feeling i guess yeah i think in a close second for me is um like sequential arts so comic books graphic mm-hmm. novels cartoons yeah. mm-hmm. um and those have different advantages that film doesn't have because the panels can shift sizes and mm-hmm. you can plan out how your eye falls over a page and yeah you know physics on this flat surface have a different meaning and timing yeah. and like you can you can guide the reader exactly how you want to if you know what you're doing. Yeah. And I love that. I love seeing a medium pushed to its, not even its limits, just something using different. a medium's advantages yeah. to make it do something cool. Uh-huh. And then it kind of makes you look at everything else and be like, all right, keep up. Like, this is, this that, is sick. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see more of this. Yeah, totally. Uh, w- one moment in this movie that I think is like, just great. It might be my favorite little moment is when they're all riding by it. And like, there's a little girl with her mom and the little girl like turns around and is like, Whoa. And she like looks at all the like, yeah, just wonder girl skaters. Yeah. And like, those are super powerful moments. Cause you're like, you know, that little girl gets to see like other women doing shit that yeah. dudes usually do, you know, like totally. they get to see that and that's powerful. And, and all and that what a simple stuff. way to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Rather than have like a character give a speech where they're like, and there are little girls out there 
and they see us and they know and <laughs> yeah, like and that would like, work too yeah but how much more elegant is it to have like a little a girl real, probably just a probably real just shot a real little of girl like a yeah. girl going yeah. holy shit whoa yeah it's they're like superheroes. yeah you're right though that there's moments like that whether it's conversation or whether it's just single shots that that hint at and they get the message across of deeper shit about mm-hmm. life and about people yeah. and i mean even um Camille's story about hitting puberty and feeling like her body rebel against her and just yeah her there's there's hints of it too with her mom where she, her mom's like well we can go get you some new clothes and like yeah you're such trying a to take her glasses woman. off yeah. and like trying to feminize her in these ways that Camille doesn't want to happen yeah and it's subtle but like there's this kind of this undercurrent in the movie of that sense of like not feeling comfortable in your body not feeling like you know you hit a certain age and all of a sudden the world expects you to behave a certain way and do mm-hmm. certain things and yeah. that that sucks and that can really mess with your sense of self and yeah and it fucks with like her relationship with her dad because her dad was like exactly i don't know how to do this now like you're not yeah. just like the little dude who used to who played football anymore yeah you know? and it's yeah. i love that like i think for as much as i say like oh this movie's it's best when it's you know on the skateboard Mm-hmm. There's little things like that that come along that felt really good. Um, I think the 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 first half of this movie, the first forty five minutes, are the best mm. uh, because they have the skateboard scenes are great and the scenes where they're talking about like you know being lonely or or growing up or you know mm-hmm. life stuff. Those scenes are really really good too. And then once they start to get into the Jaden Smith stuff, it just gets kind of weird and movie it's in the weeds yeah it just yeah. gets it's not terrible you know it, it's just yeah it gets a little funky i love the coupon speech her coworker gives when she has the new job <laughs> yeah. and she's like people are gonna get up in your face yeah uh and if they're expired they're expired that's just policy, that's just like, policy. <laughs> and she's like do people really get that mad she's like oh oh they get mad <laughs> like <laughs> so funny oh my god when Jaden and uh I almost said Jaden and Camille. When uh, Devin and Camille are doing the photo shoot on top of the building with the Empire State Building in the background. Yeah, that's dope. Did you also think that she was going to straight up fall off that building I or send her board just no. flying? I, I, you I didn't have, have that confidence. in your, the pit of your stomach like, oh my God. Well, well, obviously you're thinking about that because it's dangerous, but I, I had full confidence that she was going to do it. Like I, I didn't. That would just be such a weird turn for the movie to take. Like I was just like, that's not gonna. If that happens, totally. I'll I, be like, I knew what the it fuck wasn't gonna going happen. On. I just had yeah. like that anxiety of, oh my god, she's doing a kickflip on top of a skyscraper. Oh yeah, yes, which yes, that anxiety is definitely there. I totally. Yeah. Um, also, Devin, I'm, we've kind of already punched at <laughs> this like weak spot <laughs> of the movie, but uh, Devin and Camille's interactions are so funny because both of their performances are so restrained and yeah. kind of like airy uh-huh. so whenever they talk to each other they're kind of like hey, you know like talking to each yeah other. It's, yeah it's <laughs> just got that quality to it and every time it was just the two of them on screen i was kind of like all right okay. <laughs> here we go it's kind of uncomfortable um, <laughs> yeah. um on a practical level i have no clue how skaters psych themselves up to do tricks and she says like you just can't think you just but I, go. I just don't get it. 
like it, it's so against my wiring. I just admire the shit out of it. That someone well, can you're just also, chuck themselves in a situation. I think it has to do with how comfortable you are on the board too. Cause like mm. there's things that you know how to do. Learn how to fall. Yeah. You're comfortable on the board and you're like, one, they're crazy. Like that's the, some of the <laughs> shit that they do are nuts, but you're also comfortable with, you know, you've done it so many times that you know you're comfortable, you know, riding a skateboard's like walking. That's how comfortable you are. So imagining yeah. like, you know, just jumping off that thing, which is also crazy. You just got to be in a whole nother, you know, state of mind. It's wild. Yeah. That's why I can't do it. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, to that end, uh, I have recently become vaguely obsessed with movie scenes where the actors themselves are doing stunts. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, falling downstairs is not as easy as it looks, right? Like, it's actually really it's very dangerous. very dangerous, yeah. Um, so every time I see a movie and someone's, you know, taking a fall or doing these different things, and they could have easily, you know, broken a finger or yeah. worse. And so all of the practical skating in this, just in general, super mm -hmm. good. Yeah. But particularly when people fall and get hurt and they have to land that. Yeah. And it's just on concrete. Like, from what I can tell, Did, yeah, they're just doing a doozy ouch and it resonates i yeah. feel like part of it that also makes it hurt so bad is we have seen so many videos where someone just hey, i can't do a man. skate trick i just can't watch i can't anymore. either yeah. it makes me tingle uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh i liked that she kind of makes up with her mom yeah i like seeing that yeah that um, was maybe a i'm just moment. a sucker for a nice happy ending but no, seeing sweet. her teach her yeah. mom how to skate is so adorable yeah when she's off in the distance just screaming like ah! <laughs> yeah that that subplot is a little like half-baked but it doesn't the, yeah. the the thing is is the problems with these movies are so the, this movie is the they're so minor the problems really are mm. so minor and everything and it's else not really why you came exactly you everything know? else is so much it's so good that the problems are yeah. just like they don't matter they're pretty non-existent exactly yeah i think it only bums me out in the sense where i, I think i said it earlier i felt like this could have been something more because it was already so cool and joyful and there's already yeah. like some magic there. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, oh, they could have just, if they trimmed a bit of that and if they took it in a different direction, it could have been even more of what we liked. It could have yeah, been yeah. more conversations with the crew. Yeah. Could have been more adventures, could have been more hijinks. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to go more commercial and even reading about like why they brought in Jaden Smith and like why they wrote in that storyline. Why did they, it was for money just like a marketing thing. No, not even necessarily. I mean, maybe that might be in between the lines, but like for the most part, it was just, she was going to do a documentary about them because she had done that documentary, the wolf pack. Did you uh -huh. hear about that at all? I haven't. No, no, I, I, I know about it. I just don't know what it is now. Yeah. So she, she did that documentary about this, like real family of like seven brothers that were basically trapped in a New York city apartment Wild. for their whole lives and basically sweeted a bunch of movies and like recreated all the props and sets oh, that's and so like cool. would film them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's all they had. Yeah. So anyway, so she saw this as a next opportunity to go, Oh cool. I can make a documentary about these badass like women. This would be super sick. Yeah. And they instead took it in this fictionalized direction. And part of that was like, yeah, bringing on some more, someone more well-known because the only two like actors in this, like actual actors were um, the mom, Elizabeth Rodriguez uh -huh. and Jaden Smith. Yeah. So 
bringing them on, I think she felt like she had to write more of like a traditional a story in there. Yeah. I guess, which unnecessary. I feel like at the end of the day, I think mm-hmm. you can just say like the mom subplot. I'm good with that. It's really not like that. It, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It felt a little, you know, but everything with Jaden, I was like, that's, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, love Jaden. <laughs> I don't but, know, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, no, I totally That being said, that. I love the simple ending. I love that she apologized. Her mom's like, you could just apologize. She apologizes. Yeah. They don't show us the mediation. They just show everyone back to together. It. Yeah. That awesome shot of uh, Janae and Camille. Yeah. Janae giving her like the whip where she like grabs her hand and like pulls yeah. her forward on the skateboard. And you're like, okay, they're cool. They're cool. Everything's cool. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's so simple. I'm a sucker. Whatever. Hell you know? yeah. Um, and now that we've like kind of shat on Jaden a little bit, like <laughs> I get to I get to the end of this and I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter that Devin's not there at the end. I no, yeah, really it's anymore. like it's literally <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's yeah, he's fine. He's probably gonna have a great career as a skate photographer anyway. He's yeah, he'll be things. fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Okay, be fine. Uh, the costumes and fashion are phenomenal. Just yeah, last thing throwing that in there. Of, of course, so good. Yeah. I I want to be everyone in this movie. That's what it's so. That's why it's so good. You just want to be so everyone. Good. All right, yep. frame. What's your Frames. frame? Do you have like a bunch? I got a few. I've got one. Not a bunch. A bunch. You have one. Okay, you do your one. So if I have it, we won't double dip. Okay, there was a lot of them, but the mm-hmm. one that I, I popped out at first was when they're uh, climbing the fence and the New York skylines in the background uh, when they're at the basketball court or whatever. And oh, when tight. they're talking about the Mandela effect, and it's like such yeah. a beautiful image of them just like all climbing the fence in New York. Yeah. It's very cool. Nice. Yeah. I like the light in that scene. It was very, there's that shot of the skyscraper, yeah. and the way the shadows and the light mm-hmm. rays are going past the building was just super cool. And yeah. that's, that's kind of set the tone for the whole thing. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> I've got six. Which oh I narrowed down. God, you got to guy. Sweet Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one that stuck out to me was when she's got the cotton candy mustache and she's just mean mugging. Ooh, yeah. That is a good one. It's just one. so funny. Yeah, and that's a good like, one. She kind of like moves her head into the shot and you see it and it's just immediately so hilarious. Yeah, that's um, a good one. When she gets the new board and she's dropping in, there's this really cool, just iconic shot of like her ankles and the board about to like go down mm-hmm. um seconds after that there's like the classic she's like crouched over the board and it just looks like she's surfing mm-hmm. um towards the ramp it's just badass uh the garbage truck scene stuck out to me oh fuck yeah. i liked any shot where yeah. it was like all of them like the whole group Doing in stuff. the single shot yeah um which is mm-hmm. kind of hard to find of them on the boards yeah uh, my last one was, it's in the first 15 minutes. They, it's, there's three of them. It's the whole group, but it shows three of them and they ride through the pigeons. Oh yeah. That one is really beautiful. And I think that's, I think that's, that's the, one. the one for me. I love all of them. I love the final, oh, and the final shot where it's yeah. the group and they're going along and it's behind them and it's, it's low. Yeah. Super good. Shout out to the cinematography in this. God damn. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's nice. I think I'm going with the pigeon shot just because it's, it's got some nice layers. It's got some nice perspective. It's got mm-hmm. the pigeons going, Whoa, you know, like hell yeah, the pigeons are dope. 
Fuck yeah. Pigeons are dope, bro. Okay. This is going to be really hard. I feel like yeah. uh, we have to pick a fool, and mm. I, I I don't know where to start, so I'm going to let you go first because I, I'm- I'm, I had the exact same plan. I was like, I'm just going to let Dylan talk. Uh, I'm at a loss. I mean, like, my fun version of me is definitely Kurt. Kurt is just, like, so great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all so incredible, and they all have such great moments and 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 looks. Um it's really hard. Just Dude. make it Lawrence. Just cut through the cut through the pack and make it Lawrence. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Dude, we'll um, do the easy out because as much Indigo and I'm, Ruby I'm don't joking. have a whole I, lot of stuff, I, but they're really but they're, incredible. But they've got so much soul. Like, yes, and Janae is like also Ruby really will throw great. Throwing a one liner and you just get such a sense of like yeah, you can't tell what's going on with her, but like you get a sense and you get this vibe. And I know Indigo's really the same hard. way. She's got like the attitude and she's like. Maybe Damn maybe it. the fool is the, the kitchen, the skate kitchen. I'd be down. I in my head, I'm picturing like you gotta draw all all five of them. Yeah, like somehow doing a group shot, and it'd be almost like there's you can find group shots of them. I know I'm gonna you. have to like distill it down to like their most simplicity. Yeah, yeah, like their most like identifiable traits. But I think it is that. I mean, it's. You can't. I can't pick one. They're all because it's so not good. Camille. No offense to Camille. Not that it's not Camille, but it's not Camille. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get you. She's the like, best. I know skater, that we follow though. her, and I know that you know. You should follow she's her. She's really. You should follow her on really Instagram. I started following her on Instagram. Yo. Yeah. Great. Yeah, she's super good. They some of the tricks in this. By the way, I I don't know any other than like Ollie kickflip. You know. <laughs> The basics. Swi- yeah. Switcheroo. All right. Now know. you're dating yourself. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> the same way that we don't know anything about drugs. I don't know anything about skateboarding. Um, but there were so many cool moves in this that you see them. And it's like, a, it honestly, it activates the same part of me that I get when I see a good magic trick. And I mm-hmm. have no idea. You're One, uh, what happened. Yeah. Two, how it happened. How did it happen? I have no idea. Like, I'm just... <laughs> At a loss, I'm wowed. I'm a little out of breath because I'm like, <gasps> like <laughs> yeah, you get a little, you blush so a little many bit. Good, and everyone's pretty damn good in this. Yeah, um, everyone is really great. So the fool, damn. the fool is the skate kitchen. I, I don't. It's think the we skate can pick kitchen. One that's yeah. That's it's just it. it's the group. Uh, do you so have any good luck to me? <laughs> yeah, good luck to you, sweet lord. Do you have any final thoughts before we bid everyone adieu about this movie? Yeah, check it out. Um, yes, watch it, love it. Um, it's just it's one of those really kind of fun magical things where the more you learn about it and the more you learn about the people behind it, it just gets better and better. And mm-hmm. you go back and watch it, knowing that they all, you know, know each other and knew each other and skate together, and and then you find out like. <laughs> their animosity with like the other guy skaters is just for the movie and that they actually are all friends. Like it just keeps getting better. Like it, (laughs) it's so cool. It's all so cool. And And go watch, go watch Betty also, or Betty's really fantastic too. Yeah. Check out the the show Betty on HBO that came out of this. Um, It just came out like May 5th, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. There's four or five episodes out. I think Uh, Yeah, it's the best. So if you want more, Go Let's there. check it out. 
So get out there and skate, guys. <laughs> that's that's yeah. really what we're saying. Uh, Hit those streets. But yeah, make sure to check out the Instagram for Henry's frames and the fools mm-hmm. and all of our other episodes and whatnot. Yeah. Do a kickflip. Yeah, do a kickflip. Do it, dude. Do a kickflip, dude. Flip, dude. Bro. Oh boy. Okay. Well, um, with that, we're gonna leave you. Oh, do you know why they call it the skate kitchen? Did you come across that in your trivia? No, I did. There was two things on the trivia. Yes, there was, but I I did further research. Um, Why is it called the Skate Kitchen? It's uh, named in response to and kind of in spite of uh, shitty comments on their YouTube page from early days uh, when uh, people yeah. were like, uh, "Girl should be in the kitchen." They're like, "Cool, fuck you, the skate, skate Kitchen." kitchen. <laughs> That's cool. I like. So there that. you go. That's what we'll leave you with. Friends, have a good. Alrighty. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Pew pew. Pew 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 pew. pew, pew. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>